Hello and welcome to Beyond Business with Wärtsilä, a podcast series that goes above the realms of strategy and operations and seeks to find solutions to our global problems. I'm your host Atte Palomäki and on a regular basis I'll be talking to an expert in their field about how we can work together to make a real difference. The idea behind each episode is to discover how businesses, thought leaders and experts can rally together and use their experience, intelligence, forethought and honesty to facilitate true and tangible change. This time I'm joined for the second time by our president and CEO Håkon Agnevald. He is here today to talk about Värtsilä's renewed strategic focus on decarbonization, how it can be achieved and what it means for the marine and energy sectors and our planet at large. Håkon, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Atte. It's a privilege and it's a pleasure to be here back again. The theme of decarbonization is front and center today, with climate data showing that global warming continues at an alarming rate. Modern economies are, however, based on fossil fuels. So how do you see the much-needed and massive transformation unfolding? So we are just coming out of COP26, and uh, I would say the 1.5 degrees Celsius Paris Agreement targets, they are alive, but they are clearly on life support. And we really need to accelerate the decarbonization. We actually have the technologies that we need to make this transition already today, but we need to create a living playing field when it comes to the financial equation between the new solutions and the old solutions. At the end of the day, we need to make significant investments in new technology, but this new technology can actually bring down the energy costs overall. So this massive green transformation in front of us, what does it mean for Wärtsilä? We have formulated our strategy around shaping the decarbonization of marine and energy. And for us on the marine side, it's very much about the new green fuels that are evolving gradually over the years. On the energy side, it's the shift to 100% renewables, where wind and solar are the way forward to decarbonize the energy system. And then you need balancing power where we are focusing on providing both thermal and battery storage th- balancing. So the decarbonization journey is really at the center of the Wärtsilä strategy. It will have a significant importance for our way forward. So how likely is it that we move into zero carbon in the necessary time frame? We really need to accelerate the transformation. But we also need to acknowledge that there are no simple solutions. I mean, green is not black or white. There will be multiple solutions and there will be transitional solutions where we are mixing green and foresight solution on a transition over many years to make this transition both environmentally sustainable but also financially and socially sustainable. As the CEO, this is something that must occupy a lot of your time. What role do you see here for business leaders in driving this change? As a business leader today, I really try to advocate the need for change and, and the need to accelerate the change. As Wärtsele, we are trying to show to the world that technologies are already available to make the transition. And we also recognize that we are part of an ecosystem. We cannot do or trigger this transition alone. 
but we can work with the other players in, in this ecosystem to make the change happening. I mean, with our engines, there needs to be fuel, the fuel needs to be distributed, and you need to be able to, to bank of fuel. So being there, out, making the case, and showing also with an engineering approach that, you know, these are the pros and cons of different solutions, because there is no one solution fits all for all customer. It's different solution depending on where you're operating in the world or which application you have. Another element is, of course, to keep on investing in R&D and make sure that we deliver on our technology commitments. For companies to contribute to sustainability in the long run, they need to be profitable. So what kind of business opportunities does the decarbonization itself offer? I think decarbonization in general offers some really interesting business opportunities for many companies because the world of customers wants to go green. It's driven both by regulatory measures, but it's also driven by demand, where consumers are looking for green products or green services. Now, when you want to support your customer base, I think it's really important to engage in a dialogue about solutions that fits that particular customers, because as I said before, there will be no silver bullet. And so you need to adapt the solutions depending on where you're operating in the world, which application you're in. To be able to be credible in that discussion, you need to have a fairly broad product offering so you can discuss different alternatives. And then, at least in our case, we provide that broad offering by focusing and staying cutting edge on some of our core technologies. And then we partner up with other technology providers to complement our core offering and have a broad offering for our customers. If we look at this green transition with the lenses of consumers, will it add costs to them? It will increase some cost, but you need to put this in perspective. And I really like this example that is coming from Mask, which is one of the world's biggest shipping operators. And they have looked at, you know, what will actually be the increased consumer cost for a pair of sneakers if the transport, the sea transport goes green. And they conclude basically for a hundred euro pair of sneakers, the additional cost will be in the magnitude of a couple of cents. And I think personally that we are all prepared to pay that little bit extra to make the green transition happen. Well, that cost level certainly does not sound excessive at all. Vertila has recently launched some ambitious climate commitments, set for 30. Could you outline these targets and the impact they will have? The set for 30 commitment actually consists of two targets. The first target is related to our products. There we have said that we should have a product portfolio that is ready for zero carbon fuels by 2030. And the product, this is where we have by far the biggest impact of the CO2 footprint of Wärtsilä. But then, of course, we also need to walk the talk. So we have also said that at Wärtsilä, we will have a carbon-neutral operation by 2030. And we really think that with these ambitious targets, we can show that we are part of an ecosystem and we want to play our role in that ecosystem.
And how will Set430 become visible in Wärtsilä's day-to-day operations? That's a really good question. I think it will be visible in many steps. It's about how we travel. It's about how we heat our buildings, how we purchase energy to our operation. It's also about our firm commitment to R&D and to continue to evolve our green technologies. And how big a role does sustainability overall have in Wärtsilä's updated strategy? Sustainability has has a very important role to play in Wärtsilä's strategy. And if you look at our target setting, yes, there are financial targets, but there is a broad range of sustainability targets that we have set ourselves for the future. To mention a few, safety. Safety is always first. And here I'm encouraged that we are moving in the right direction, but it's a journey that never ends. We continuously need to keep our focus on safety. Then decarbonization, we put it right at the center of that strategy, shaping decarbonization of marine and energy. And diversity is another very important theme. And we are a very global company. We are active in many parts of the world. And to really bring together different cultures, working together with different perspective in resolving issues and problems is really, really important for us. And also the gender diversity. And here we have a journey to make in Wärtsilä because we need to have more female employees and leaders in Wärtsilä. So with this updated strategy in place, where would you like to see Wärtsilä in five years' time? We have formulated our target position, where we want to be in five plus years, around a couple of themes. One is innovating together with our customers. And that is about working close to the customer, challenging the status quo. It's a focus on providing superior life cycle cost, uptime reliability. It's the core of the Wärtsel offering. We want to be easy to do business with. And we want to engage as thought leaders in the decarbonization journey. Another theme is that we want to build, develop teams that makes a difference. And that is about providing an exciting and engaging employee experience, attracting the best people and caring for them and developing. Being open, transparent, candor in, in our culture, value different backgrounds and perspectives, and our leaders, to have a leadership style where leaders provide direction and then support the team in achieving the targets and goals that we set. A third theme is that we are passionate about continuous improvement. We focus on what really creates customer value and we eliminate waste. And we do this having an end-to-end value chain approach. We look at the flow. We try new ideas, see if they work, and sometimes we make mistakes. We learn from the mistakes and we move on. And then finally, the fourth element, it's about robust performance, where we want to grow in profitable segments. We want to be transparent, calling a spade a spade. When we have problems, bring them to the table and we can work together fixing it. And also managing risk and opportunities in all of our activities going forward. So we have a fairly clear picture where we want to go. In that picture is also the financial targets and it's also sustainability targets. 
One big driver to secure a smooth transition to carbon neutrality is close collaboration across industries and geographies, involving also policymakers, investors, and even consumers. How is this done on a practical level? It's about meeting people, I mean, physically or digitally. It's about interacting, sharing thoughts and ideas and discussing. So from our perspective, participate in in seminars, in hearings, engaging in dialogue with, with all these different stakeholders. And that, I think, it's part of business and leading businesses going forward. You need to really engage actively to drive your agenda with a number of different stakeholders. Coming back, it's an ecosystem and we need to make the whole ecosystem move together. And at Vartila, we are doing something quite practical in these terms in Vasa. Could you elaborate a bit on that? We are really excited to inaugurate our technology hub sometime in 2022. And this is actually a hub where we are bringing together the, the Vatsala team cross-functionally. But we are also opening up for new ways of working where we invite external parties and external partners to join us, working together in sharing ideas, in innovation, open innovation. And this is very hands-on how we work with evolving the future technology. My final question to you is, what is the recipe to secure that a company is both sustainable and successful in its operations? I think you could look at that from two perspectives. You can look at it from what you offer to the customers and also how you execute in your internal operations. If you start with the customer offering, I think one needs to acknowledge that it's going to be a transition. There will be multiple solutions and there will be mixed solutions. It will not be a digital shift from zero to one. And it's because the solutions that we're going to implement, they need to be sustainable both from a financial and environmental perspective. So it's a gradual shift and you need to tailor your offering accordingly. On the internal operation, It's about continuous improvement. It's about setting ambitious targets and then continuously use all the good ideas in the organization to really see how step-by-step you can create sustainability in your internal operations. And with that, Håkan, we have reached the end of our discussion. I hope you have enjoyed the conversation. It remains for me to thank my guest Håkan Agneval, Wärtsilä's president and CEO. Thank you, Håkan, so much for giving up your time to be here today. No, thank you, Atte. It's a pleasure to be here and thank you for really good dialogue. Please subscribe to our podcast on your platform and stay tuned for more fascinating interviews and discussions on critically important topics. I've been your host, Atte Palomäki, and today we went beyond business. <laughs>